And good evening and welcome to another edition of The Way I See It with me, Ralph Williams. It's great to be here tonight. Uh, Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania made national news tonight on a sad front. One of our bridges in Pittsburgh in the east end section uh, at Forbes and Braddock uh, collapsed today, this morning, early this morning. Uh, five cars and a, bu- and a, and a uh, public transit bus, one of the big Arctic stretch buses, uh, sunk down into the ravine. <clears throat> Excuse me, sorry about that. But anyway, it's great to be here tonight to talk with you in regards to the way I see it. Uh, this is different from my Facebook page and my TV show. Coming up on uh, just a few announcements, February 3rd on PCTV on their Facebook page, live at 4.30 p.m. It's going to be the way I see it. And my guest, my special guest, Pastor Paul Roberts from Eastminster Presbyterian Church. And he's going to talk about COVID, how he survived it, how the church survived it, and what we did as a church to solve the issues of COVID. Also, coming up at 6 o'clock on PCTV, Channel 21, Comcast Channel 47, Verizon, Pittsburgh area, Allegheny County, Western Pennsylvania. You have to tune in on the Facebook page, PCTV, uh, on their Facebook page live. But if you live in Allegheny County and you have Comcast Channel 21, Verizon Channel 47, my new co-host, Smokin' Jim Frazier, and we are going to talk about the Steelers. And I tell you, I got a nugget for you. Sunday and on Thursday as well, if you don't watch my Facebook show of Sports Corner at 9 o'clock. Interesting press conference today with Art Rooney II, so we'll be talking about that as well. This Sunday, 9 p.m., right on fa- on my Facebook page, Sports Corner, Facebook edition. Oh, wait, do you hear, wait do you see what I got to talk about. And the way I see it, I'm going to blast some people. Wait do you hear who I have to blast. Because I'm not very very happy with a couple of folks. And once again, city council is going to get blasted yet again for something that they've done that's completely stupid in, in this day and age of COVID and the way things are going in this city. And you're going to go ahead and give yourselves a pay raise. Well, we're going to talk about that a little bit today. But I'm going to blast them on Sunday on the blast portion at 930. Chinese wisdom and a whole lot more. 9.30 Facebook page, my Facebook page, Facebook Live with me, Ralph Williams, and the way I see it. And I got some other good news for you. Yes, indeed, the way I see it in Sports Corner have signed with Mark Mancini Productions out of Los Angeles, California. So there you go. I told everybody, but nobody believed me. My actions speak louder than words, but my words. And I told everybody I was going to make it doing this and doing Facebook and doing TV. That's right. I got one of the top-notch people, Mark Mancini Productions. I could be on satellite radio, okay? But I still haven't been invited invited to any of the other talk shows. I haven't been invited as a guest. Some of the sports talk shows I'm invited as a guest only because I know the person. But I haven't been given an open invitation to be on the sports showdown on Sunday nights. 
And I haven't been given the opportunity either to be on um, the nightly sports call, which, of course, I believe that's just nothing but KDK people to begin with. They have the same people on every week. So that's fine. You do what you got to do, WJAS. You do what you got to do. I reached out to you, okay? And I told you I wasn't Wendy Bell. I told you that from the beginning, okay? But you didn't didn't choose to return my emails, my phone calls, nothing. I even sent you copies of my show, and you still never got back to me. WJAS. You want to play all that satellite stuff or whatever you're doing, national talk show host, that's fine. KDKA, they don't, you know, you have to be a, a, a sports talk or a, um, uh, you don't have to work on their, their um, uh, TV channel to get a job there now. Okay. So there we are. Here we are. Good people. I know at least three decent people that never got a fair shake. And I'm not going to mention their names either at KDK Radio. And you're KDKA, you're probably sitting there figuring out why am I saying these things? Because it's true. I speak the truth here. I don't tell lies. I'm a deacon in my church. Why would I sit here and speak? Why would I have my pastor on my talk show? I speak the truth. I don't tell lies. Okay? KDKA, you have, if I'm not somebody that's either an ex-athlete or somebody who uh, is, uh, you know, was on TV at one time, and instead of stepping away from everything and finding something else to do with your time, you decide you're going to take up a job that somebody like me could have. Instead, you're going to continue on and take it on KDK Radio. Isn't that a wonderful thing? All right. I got a lot to talk about tonight, and I don't have any more time to talk, but I wanted to let everybody know. Everybody know. Yeah. Ralph Williams is here, and he's not going anywhere. His shows are moving on, and I don't need KDKA, and I don't need WJAS. Okay? I know people a lot less talented than me that have been on on these stations because of politics. You know, there's politics everywhere. Politics in, in politicians, politics in the job, politics in your life, politics all across the board. No matter where you are, it's a politics. And that's the nature of politics. It really is. And that's what politics are all about. And this is what the Way I See It podcast is about. We talk about different things here. All right? No matter where you go, it's a politics. Politics waves its big, heavy hand everywhere it goes. Absolutely. That's the way I see it tonight as we get started here. And it's my pleasure to be working with Mark Mancini Productions out of Los Angeles, California. Isn't that interesting, huh? How fast I've risen. I'm blessed. Why? Because I believe in God. And I believe in the Lord. And I believe that he'll bless me, and he has. And now I'm being blessed with Mark Mancini, Claudia Rosano, Luther Dupree, Smoke and Jim Frazier, my co-host, partner, and friend for my show on TV. Okay? I am honored. Alan Levine, the talking machine from Bethel Park TV. 
That's right. See, this is the type of folks we all work together in the media. We help each other with our with our shows. We share information. We're on each other's programs. We promote each other's programs. Okay? Not like the politics that goes on in, in, in the radio stations and TV in this town. It's amazing. It really is. Okay? They would rather put repeats of Young Sheldon and all these other nonsensible things on WPTT. Now, you know, I have nothing against Mark Madden, not 22 to point. I love Mark Madden. I really do. He's a great, he's a great guy. He's a friend of mine. Okay. He has a great style as to how he does things on 105.9 The X. Okay. He was on uh, 22 to point from his studio at, w, at the WXDX, the X 105.9. He did a TV show every night at 10 o'clock. It was just a recording of his radio show that's fine i'm gonna have recordings of my podcast on pc tv as soon as i can uh get them there okay so it doesn't make any difference which way is it it goes because it's going with me you're you're gonna see me on tv you're gonna hear hear me on this podcast and you're gonna see me on my facebook page Okay. That's exactly what you're going to see and hear with the way I see it in Sports Corner. And March the 3rd, my li- uh, live at 4.30 p.m., March the 3rd, live on PCTV's uh, Facebook page, Bill Canada, local pro PBA bowler, is going to come on and talk about local bowling. I'm working on Xander on, a friend of mine who works for uh, 93.7 The Fan, and was on once before when they got started working with Greg Giannotti, and Greg Giannotti got his way and ran Paul out of the station. Okay? See, that's what I'm saying. Politics. Politics. Greg Giannotti's up in New York now. He works for CBS Radio, and so does Andrew Filipponi. Andrew Filipponi's a decent guy. I'm friends with his wife on Facebook. Okay? Chris Muller, well, you know, I'm not going to go into it with them guy about them guys. We'll, we'll, that's for another day and another show. But tonight we're going to talk about the collapse of a bridge here in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. A bridge that was inspected by inspectors of PennDOT, which is the Pennsylvania Department of Transportation, and it failed three of four categories. The fourth category, it was satisfactory. The other three had failed. Now, this happened in September of last year. They inspected this bridge. Okay. Why wasn't this bridge closed down? Why wasn't it for... Oh, wait. Wait. Hold on. We talk about safety. Safety. We talk about safety all across the board. We talk about our health and our safety with the coronavirus and COVID-19. But we can't close a bridge down that is defective. And this accident happened today. It happened today, all right? But the good news of this is nobody died, okay? And next, President Biden was here. He was here to promote his jobs plan, to get inflation away. I know what the problem is with inflation, President Biden. 
but you haven't seen it yet. It's so obvious Stevie Wonder can see it, okay? We have a lazy society, President Biden. We have people who don't want to go out and work. And I'm tired of hearing people cry about how they have to collect unemployment when you're capable of working. I'm tired of hearing people, unions, and everybody else complain and cry and moan and groan. They got to get shots to go to work, and they're not happy with their employer's uh, shots mandate. Really? You know, I had Alan Levine, the talking machine, on my uh, uh, shows last month. And, you know, he said something that was very interesting to me because it, uh, he and I are about the same age. We're, we're off about 10 years, okay? He's 63, I'm 53, okay? All right? And he said to me, remember when we had to go get the polio vaccination? Our parents took us there. They took us out there to go get. They made sure we had the polio um, uh, vaccination, okay? And all of our shots, all right? I made it my mission to make sure that I had my shots. Why? Because I'm handicapped and I'm diabetic. I have a lot of health issues, arthritis, major problems. The last thing I need is to be sick with COVID or anything like that, or pneumonia, or anything like that, okay? God has his hand on me. He's taking care of me right now. I am still handicapped, but you know what? I still have, my late wife used to say, I might be sick, but I still have my brain. That's me, okay? It's that simple. But no, uh, parents are too busy consulting with their kids and asking them if they want to go out and get a shot. No, you drag them out of the house, you take them and go get them a shot. And I've been saying this for a while now, and everybody keeps on going on and on and on about this. What the government telling me what to do? Yeah, that's, 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 that's you. That's all of you people out here who are doing that. That's right. See? What? 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 Yeah, what? Yeah. Screaming and hollering and yelling because you're unhappy because you have to go out and get a shot. But you don't want to go to work. You absorb all of your energy complaining. You know, I've learned over the years that complaining does absolutely nothing. At all. Complaining about anything similar to this does nothing at all. Nobody wants to be responsible anymore. And then people want to know why the government tells them what to do. Because they're not responsible enough to do it themselves. If they were, the government wouldn't be telling them what to do. All right? It's that simple, everybody. It's not hard. But anyway, let me get back to what I'm saying about Joe Biden. He was in town today here in Pittsburgh. He went down to the community of Hazelwood, which was an old steel community, Jones and Lachlan Steel, which is now um, a place for technology run by Carnegie Mellon University. And it's a great thing down there. They're they're doing all kinds of stuff for the government and and whatnot down there, and it's very good. And I got to tell you, it's creating some 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 really good high-paying high technical jobs. Okay? That is great. I'm glad. 
I wish the community was a little bit better as far as, you know, it being a little bit more cleaner and some of the stuff that goes on in that community. And I'm not going to go there tonight, but I, I, but I think you understand what I'm saying. But you know what? President Biden came to the collapse site. He was there with Mayor Ganey, who's the mayor, the new mayor of Pittsburgh. I feel bad for him because he's been a month on the job already, and he's had everything thrown at him, including, you know, this now. Okay? So anyway, uh, it comes down to this, that he was here today, and he took some pictures. And you know what he's going to do with those pictures? He's going to stick them in, in the noses and the faces of people like Joe Manchin, who happens to be a congressman or senator or something from West Virginia. He was the former governor there at one point. All right. Yeah, he was the former governor of West Virginia. And he's the one that's against this infrastructure package. You know, even Mitch McConnell even likes it. And that's pretty sad when Mitch McConnell likes it. Okay. All right. That's is, is as simple as it gets, and that's the way I see it tonight with this. But this collapse, we're going to continue to talk a little bit about tonight because I kind of switched a little bit of gears. I had a whole lot to talk about here tonight on my agenda for the show. But the uh, collapse of this bridge got in my way. And I want to say this tonight before we get into the other uh, topics about this bridge. So I'm watching the news, and uh, this is what really gets to me. 6.30 tonight, it was approximately around that time, a little before that. The NTSP had just shown up. The National Transportation Safety Board, you know, they were brought in to find out what happened and do an investigation as to the collapse of this bridge. Well, there was a lady who was, there was a lady there, and there was this heavy set man that was there. And the blonde lady said, we just got here. So I don't know what we have. We, we just got here. We're looking things over right now, but we're not going to do anything connected with the bridge until tomorrow when we have daylight, which means they're going to be here for a little while. Great. Welcome to Pittsburgh. I don't know if the city, the county, the state, or the federal government's paying for your hotel expenses. There's a Spring Hill Suites not too far from where, where the bridge collapsed. I hope you're staying there, or maybe you're staying at the Inigo, which is an expensive hotel, not too far from my church. Okay? You might be staying at that plush hotel down in Lawrenceville. Who knows? But the NTSB is in, in town here to investigate. So the lady says, well, we just got here. So they started a press conference to explain that they had just, you know, they just showed up here. They're here. They're getting themselves organized. And somebody whose name I'm not going to mention from the media decides to ask this question. What are your thoughts about what happened with this collapse? And the heavy set guy went, went nuts, practiced almost. Look, we just got here. We told you that. We don't know what the problem is with the bridge. We just got here. What part of we just got here don't you understand? Oh, I know what it was. The media spent since 5 o'clock this morning tying up the TV channels about this bridge collapsing. So guess what I'm thinking? Maybe the cold 
started to get to everybody's brain to where they started asking stupid questions like that. It just got here. Remember? It just got here. And I'm going to keep repeating it because why? Because nobody listened when they said, we just got here. And you're going to ask that kind of question. Oh, my. Amazing, isn't it? Okay, tonight uh, we're going to talk. I have a bunch of stuff to talk about. Uh, We're going to start off with uh, more decline in sales from Dollar Tree. And, you know, uh, the last couple of weeks, and I even blasted some of these people who were moaning and groaning about this quarter increase at the Dollar Tree. And I kindly explained to you, but I don't know if anyone paid any attention to what I had to say because it's a fact. Okay. So I'll explain it one more time very briefly here. The Dollar Tree is run by a trust. A trust owns it. Turns out that they made a bad investment. And that bad investment was family dollar. Okay. They have a deficit. They had a deficit of $230 million in bad family dollar sales, okay? Family dollar only works in urban neighborhoods. They did a statistic on it, and, uh, you know, because you really don't see too many of them in any rich neighborhoods. You really don't. They're mostly in urban neighborhoods, okay? Which is true, all right? I shop at family dollar. They have good good bargains there. I haven't been in one for a while. I have a dollar general nearby my, my place here. Well, they had some family dollars they sold off and they sold it to a company called dollar smart in charlotte north carolina okay well it turns out that dollar smart decided to sell or go bankrupt so they went into bankruptcy and guess who bought the dollar smart portion of the family dollar into the business dollar general okay so that cleared out a little bit of the debt They closed some stores down. That cleared out a little bit of the debt, but not enough to satisfy the trust. And the trust told the board of directors of Dollar Tree that if you don't fix this by 2022, we're going to raise the prices a quarter and it's going to be a dollar 25 tree instead of a dollar tree. Okay. Now they're even talking about Dollar Tree going, having express or stores called one dollar one three five. That's next on the on the horizon, like a five and below or something like that, or you know, a dollar general. People get them mixed up. They call everything that has anything with a dollar on it a dollar store, and it's not. The Dollar Tree is was the only true dollar store. You could go in there with a twenty dollar bill and walk out with twenty items. Okay, so what happened? They never cleared out that debt. So the trust went ahead and told the board of directors to raise the price a quarter. And everybody's beefing now. Everybody's having this big issue over this lousy quarter that you have to pay extra. And the ones that are complaining are the ones that claim they have no money. They're the ones that go into the Dollar Tree and steal. Those are the ones that are complaining. And you know why? Don't tell me you don't do it, folks. The ones that are complaining because you do. I've seen you steal. I used to be a store detective, all right? If you need a dollar that bad or a dollar and a quarter that bad, and you see me around, I'll give you one if I have it, okay? 
Go get yourself an item. But to go into the Dollar Tree and steal, that makes, you know, but those are the ones who are complaining. They claim they don't have money as it is, and they can't fork out that extra quarter. Really? Well, why didn't you complain to the Dollar Tree management? The people in the board of directors who screwed up the family dollar thing. Yeah. Why didn't you do that? Instead, you're complaining all across the world here on the news, complaining to the national media about this quarter that you have to pay more for. Whoop-de-doo. I love the Dollar Tree. And so what if they raise it a quarter? It's still cheaper than any place else. Where else are you going to go and get a bottle, a big bottle of pine salt for a dollar or a dollar and a quarter? Nowhere. What, Walmart maybe? That's the way I see it tonight with that. It's crazy over a quarter. Anyway, Governor Wolf uh, signed an executive order this week to raise the minimum wage in the state of Pennsylvania to $15. You know, so I don't call him governor anymore. I call him dictator after what he did during COVID, which I'm not going to go into because I get a a very, very angry. And tonight I don't need to be angry. I was angry enough yesterday. I had, when I did sports corner last night, I was in one one of those rare moods because I had one of them rare days. Yeah, that was yesterday. Believe me, it was. But everything worked out. So... But anyway, Dictator Wolf decided to sign an executive order because he couldn't get it passed throughout the two terms he's been in governor to raise the minimum wage. But to see, the thing is, instead of just raising it to $10 an hour, which is still not too bad for minimum wage based on some of these other states, he wanted to get greedy and he wanted to raise it to $15 an hour, which is a little excessive. Okay. West Virginia is even has higher minimum wage than Pennsylvania. All right. We're still under federal seven and a quarter an hour. You know, that's disgraceful. And I'm glad he did it. And, you know, he's another one, just like Bill Peduto, our ex-mayor here. All of a sudden, he's on the way out. And all of a sudden, now he's doing all this stuff. Well, why didn't you do this before? All right. Joe Biden was here today, as I mentioned earlier talking about inflation, talking about trying to get everybody working again, getting this country back up. You know, Donald Trump said he was going to do that too. Uh, he didn't manage to do that either. I don't know what the, what the, what the, what the solution to this problem is. I'm not a, a genius. I don't have a crystal ball, but we're going to find out what his plan is. All right. Uh, Biden again here, we're going to talk about, uh, <laughs> He's possibly getting into a war over Ukraine with Russia. Russia's putting all these troops at the border of Ukraine. They want to invade Ukraine. Okay. You know, Russia's, oh, no, don't you do that. No, 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 no. And Biden's saying, well, you know what? Me and NATO, because we're back with NATO now. Trump took us out of NATO because he claimed that NATO wasn't giving us enough troops and enough money for us to even be, to help them or do anything together. So therefore, what he did was he got us out of NATO. Well, Biden came in and now we're back with NATO, which is fine. That's less troops we have to send out there. And we're sending weapons into Ukraine to help their their army and their military, Patriot missile batteries, and everything else. 
I'm hoping and I'm praying that we don't get into some kind of war over this Ukraine stuff. Because you know what could be next. And believe me, nobody wants to see that. All right? If it gets to that. Now, China is threatening us now over Taiwan. You look at your shirt tag lately, you don't see too much of it made in Taiwan anymore. Most of it's China, Bangladeshi, Vietnam. I can't believe that we do business with Vietnam after we were in a war with them and they shot up our people and everything else. I, I, I just I can't believe we do business with Vietnam. We lost. We abandoned ship. I watched all the documentaries. We left them hang. Why would you want to do business with them after you left them hang? It's crazy. The stuff that we get into, and you know, with these other countries, and then we can't clean it up. It's really sad. All right. Tomorrow, or not tomorrow, but Sunday night, 9.30, the way I see it. I'm going to blast city council. I don't blast on this program. This is just straight up me talking. But I don't blast on this program, on this podcast. I do it on Sundays and on a TV show. Okay? Now, Sunday night, 9.30, the way I see it, I'm going to blast Pittsburgh City Council. Because now they're trying to cover their tracks by saying that they never had received a raise in 10 years. And of all of the council members, Corey O'Connor didn't take his raise. He didn't want it. You know, there's a man that works for his constituents, Corey O'Connor. His dad was once mayor here. It was a short tenure. I worked for his dad. I helped him out. Bob O'Connor. He's, he's missed right now. He'd still be our mayor. But you can only run for three terms, and he would probably be through his third term. But now, Corey O'Connor still on city council. He hasn't bumped himself up to try to go for mayor. He was friends with Bill Peduto. But you know what? The interesting thing is now he's supporting Ed Ganey, and he is also uh, did not accept his pay raise. 16 thousand dollar pay raise they claim they haven't had one in 10 years i wish i had their money i wish i got paid what they get paid wow but anyway pittsburgh public schools fights all the time in the schools and the teachers teachers are scared now they don't even want to teach no more because the schools are unsafe you know when i was growing up they used to say three places that were safe Home, school, and church. Well, home is not safe when you have parents that argue and fight and beat their kids up and 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 whatnot, and you got uncles molesting kid molesting uh, you know kids in the family and things like that going on. Home's not safe anymore. Okay, church is not safe when you got the Catholic Church molest uh, priests molesting boys. Okay, or whatever. So there you are there. And school now. School is not safe. Hasn't been for a long time. Well, Pittsburgh public schools are having issues. Daily, there are fights in the schools. Daily. And it's not right. 
Pittsburgh Public Schools, they've had more egg on their face over the last couple of years than anything. All right, I was going to do this tonight, but you know what? I didn't, all right? And the reason I didn't do this tonight was because we got sidetracked because of the collapse of the bridge, okay? Oh, by the way, before we go into this, what I was mainly going to get into tonight, because I had a rare day yesterday, as I mentioned, okay? Iron City Beer is back, back in Pittsburgh, back in Allegheny County. They bought an old PPG uh, factory plant in Creighton, Pennsylvania, which is outside of Pittsburgh, but in Allegheny County. Iron City Beer is back, and they have one of the biggest facilities they're opening up in the, in, um, the summer. It's going to be the largest brewing facility in the East Coast. That's nice. There's going to be jobs created. Once again, good-paying jobs. Union. Okay. Iron City Beer has gone through some rough edges. Back in 2018, somebody else bought the brewery. They were getting their beer made at the city brewery plant out in Latrobe, and it was being shipped into Pittsburgh. They still have the warehouse down in Lawrenceville, but they will be there no more. Corporate headquarters is moving out of Lawrenceville. That building and all that property down there is going to be called the Iron City Estates. They're still going to have a store where you can buy Iron City merchandise there, but it's going to be apartments, condominiums, you know, the ones where you got to literally take out a loan and uh, starve to death because you got to pay 2000 a month for your rent or whatever it's going to be there. They're planning on retail space in a hotel, okay? That's going to be the Iron City Estates, restaurant, pub, okay, retail, apartments, hotel, all along the, the railroad tracks in Lawrenceville by the Heron Hill Bridge. Wonderful. But anyway, that's what's going to happen to the old area of Iron City Beer. The new site is in Creighton, PA, where the old PPG plant used to be out there on 910 or somewhere out that direction, I, I believe. I'm not real positive. We're not 910, out 28 north, get off at the Creighton exit. It's somewhere along uh, there off the exit. Okay. It's gonna it's great. They're gonna be giving tours and stuff before they open it up. It looks like it's gonna be a nice state of the art facility, and I'm happy for Iron City Beer because they've been through some struggles over many years, including uh having their beer made out in um, you know, out there in uh Latrobe. But before we get into what I mainly was gonna talk about, we're gonna go over some other stuff tonight. Also, when Biden was here, a police officer was standing next to him when he went to look at the bridge stuff. And you know what he said? I'm getting more funding for police. I am. I'm getting more funding for police. Yes. I salute you, President Biden, for that. Our police need more. They need more police, more better equipment, training, a lot of different things. But, you know, we got these folks out here that are still complaining about the Jim Rogers situation. And you know my thoughts on that, and I'm not going to go any further with it because I'm tired of it. I've blasted the protesters many times, and I'm getting sick of that too. Okay? But anyway, police getting killed, it's not acceptable to me. 
And that's the way I see it tonight. And I'm glad President Biden said that that Pittsburgh police officer, I'm getting more police and more, I'm getting more money for police. That's great. Public safety. That strange animal. Now, I'm sure everyone heard about that strange animal that was at that Mount Pleasant animal rescue. They didn't know if it was a coyote. They didn't know if it was a dog. They didn't know if it was a deer. They didn't know what it was. Well, they put it in a cage. It stayed there, it laid there, it looked at everybody and stared at everybody and didn't do a da- anything. Well, last night, the, the employees went home. They come back this morning. The cage was, he, it chewed its way or did something with the cage, got out of the cage, went through the whole entire building, and I guess it was confused or couldn't see its way or didn't know where it was going and made a mess of the whole entire building. And then after it made the mess of the building, it chewed through the wood frame of the window got out of the window i guess this place is in some kind of a trailer because that's what it looked like you know on a mobile home trailer type things well i believe you know mount pleasant's you know there's a lot of those out there mount pleasant pa i've been out there so anyway uh getting back to this so this strange animal escapes so now they're seriously considering the fact that it was a coyote okay it looked like a dog but it was a coyote they believe they're not sure they had uh, they were waiting for um, DNA samples to come back from the lab, and sometimes you know what that does with labs. But anyway, that was the story there. Forty six thousand bridges across the country are in poor shape. That is why President Biden is doing this infrastructure policy. Lieutenant Governor John Fetterman today was there. Mayor Ed Ganey, Joe Biden, Rich Fitzgerald state representatives were all there today they were all there to make sure that the collapse bridge was what it was but you know that's a disturbing fact that our country has just let our infrastructure go i can't believe it i mean how many cities have we seen over the years that have had collapsed bridges and uh you know people getting hurt because infrastructure is not what it's supposed to be And then we have a president that dedicates himself to this infrastructure. And guess what? Nobody wants to deal. We have politicians that don't want to see this through. They don't want to see this through at all. What? You you would rather, you would rather the roads collapse than to approve this, right? You really would. But you know something, if you're going to do that, you're you're stupid. You are really, really stupid. You're really, really, really dumb because no one lets that happen. And it shouldn't happen like that. One other thing I want to bring up tonight about this bridge collapse, you know, John Fetterman, you know what? Big John, I love you to death. You're a great guy. You're a great person. You did a lot for Braddock. You're a Lieutenant governor. But today, the way you were dressed, you ought to be ashamed of yourself. You were dressed in shorts. You had shoes on with no socks and a coat. The president, John, the president was here and you're dressed like that. I would have thought that at least you would have went home or brought a suit with you or brought some kind of a sport jacket or something decent to wear. I mean, I don't care if you wore jeans and a nice shirt and a nice pair of boots or a pair of shoes, but the way you were dressed today, John. That is no way to represent the state, represent your constituents. And this is why we have people that do these kind of things because of what you're doing.
They see you in shorts and no and no socks and shoes in the dead of winter. That's what they're going to do. That's what other people are going to do. We live in a monkey see, monkey do world. Someone sees something doing something, they're going to do it. I fight with people all the time about that. Come on, John. Dress respectably. The president was here. Dignitaries are here. Everybody else showed up in a suit and a tie. I mean, you don't have to wear a suit and a tie. I don't like wearing a tie either. But at least put on a decent sport jacket or wear a decent sweater and a pair of nice jeans and shoes. At least look a little bit respectable. You look like a bum. Come on, John. And you want people to elect you to represent us in Washington? Are you are you joking? Dress like that? Uh, no wonder we have people walking around here in the dead of winter looking like that. That's disgraceful. That's disgusting. And it's unacceptable. No wonder people are sick. What, you didn't learn anything about that when you were little? No one learned that you don't run around in the wintertime with shorts and shoes like that? Oh, oh, that's our personal freedoms. Yeah. But you know what happened? Common sense went out the door a long time ago. And guess what? It's ne- I don't think it's ever coming back. I hear people tell me, oh, it's making a comeback. No, it's not. What, are you blind? It's not making any kind of comeback. None at all. Common sense has been out the door and out the window and out wherever it's been for a long, long time. Really, it has. Terrible. Yes, it is. Stupid never takes a vacation. That's another thing that I say on this program. And we live in a nothing world. Those of you who are new to my program, that's what I say here, too. Okay? All right. Now that we got that out of the way, just a reminder to you, PCTV Channel 21, if you live in Allegheny County, in the city of Pittsburgh or Allegheny County, Comcast Channel 21, Verizon Channel 47, every Saturday, 5 p.m., Sports Corner with me, Ralph Williams, steady time slot. Every first Thursday of the month, we do a recording, but we're live on Facebook, on PCTV's Facebook page with the way I see it. February 3rd, my guest, special guest on the way I see it will be Pastor Paul Roberts. And uh, March 3rd, my guest is going to be Bill Canada, local PBA bowling. I'm working on getting members of Bon Journey, a tribute band to Bon Jovi and Journey on. I'm working on getting some other dignitaries and, and, and important people on my show on PCTV. Channel 21 Comcast. Channel 47, Verizon. If you don't have any cable, you can watch it on our on PCTV's Facebook page, Roku TV, Fire Stick as well, and Apple TV. And also, PCTV has an app, and I believe it's through Apple or one of those things that you can download into your phone. So no excuse not to watch the way I see it on a, or the way I see it's on a revolving schedule. The TV station puts it on a revolving schedule, and but my steady time slot for Sports Corner is 5 p.m. every Saturday. And also, don't forget to participate in the Saturday buff, Sports Buffet. 4 o'clock it starts. The Boxing Authorities with Claudia Rosano, Luther Dupree, and Smoke and Jim Frazier. 
Five o'clock is Sports Corner with me, Ralph Williams. Six o'clock, Steel City Sports World, Claudio Rosano, smoking Jim Frazier, Luther Dupree. And then again at seven o'clock is the Boxing Authorities with the, uh, with the same three guys. What a smorgasbord of three hours of sports. Starts at four, ends at eight. Wow. Boxing Authorities twice, Steel City Sports World and Sports Corner. You get both of us. Both shows, and we all work together. We all work together as one. Because we're the new voices of this town. Because the same old voices are getting kind of old. The ones that say they're going to retire from TV and you hear them on the radio the next day. Taking a job that belongs to somebody like me. Yeah. Retire. Go home. Go do gardening. Go go uh, make a puzzle, build a birdhouse, go fishing, go hunting, go on a trip. Stay out of my way and let me make and, and let me uh be on the radio. All right. I don't want to talk no more about media again. Got me all riled up about that. But anyway, we're gonna talk right now. <laughs> Where has customer service gone? Where has services to the taxpayer gone? Nothing. That's what, what's happened. You go to the store. They treat you like a, like a piece of garbage. They don't, most of these stores now, they don't treat you like a, like a human being. All right. They get an ignorant attitude with you. And you got to go see a manager. You go to the fast food restaurant you go through the drive through and they screw your order up or they steal your credit card numbers and hack into your credit card or your debit card. That's happened to me already. Okay, you see what I'm saying? Where has customer service gone? I spent 35 years in customer service. My fiance spent 32. I worked every single, just about every customer service job imaginable. Fortunately for my fiance, she got to stay at one job for 32 years. But I don't know if I could do that. That would be kind of, I don't know. But you see what I'm saying? She did, though. All right? And here's the sad part about all this. She's retired, and she can't get her pension until she's 62 years old. You want to know how much her pension is a month? $258. 32 years. $258. There was more in her 401k than the company gave her for a pension. And she can't get it till she's 62. She has to wait eight more years. Isn't that something? And you know, I've been preaching about laziness and people not wanting to go out and get a job. Well, I here's what I come to find out. People are going for these jobs, but these employers are sticking it to them. They're telling them they need shots, which of course is true, you know. They're uh, all of a sudden sneaking in a background check. Some people, a lot of people can't pass background checks. Okay. That's one of the reasons why a lot of the top jobs in this town can't be filled. And that's driving a Port Authority bus. One of the best jobs you could have in this town. Amazon has a ton. They're opening up warehouses galore around, around this area. And we got people complaining about it, but still they're opening them up. Thousands of jobs. They can't fill them. Amazon pays your school tuition. You didn't see that guy on, on the commercial for Amazon 
how he said they paid for his training to go be a nurse? Amazon doesn't want you there for 32 years. They want you to move on to something else. And they're even willing to give you the money to do it. But you don't want to work. Or, you know, I've always been told it takes two to tango. The employer can be at fault too. I have someone who works in a restaurant down on the south side of the city of Pittsburgh. He goes down there, he gets $15 an hour to, to be a server plus his tips. But guess what? That place is only giving him four hours a day to work. Now, if they were giving him eight hours a day, he really can make some money. And I said it because I'm disabled. I really can't work a gainful employment type of job. If I could do it, I would do it in a second. Target's paying $18 an hour. There was a couple who recently was on. Between the two of them, they were making $60,000 a year. They're making more than that working at Target. They quit their jobs and are educated. And they were both had good paying jobs making over $30,000 a year. Now they're making that at Target. The guy's a stock, uh, a stock person, and the woman works as a cashier, and they make $18 an hour. And unlimited overtime at Target. They can't find people. But you go to these places, and the, and the bosses and the employer treat you like garbage. And then guess what the employer does, or the employee does? Treats me, a customer, like garbage. It's not all people. It's, it's the employers. I've come to find that out. I did some research on it. Yeah, it's the truth. Some of it's the employers. And then they want to know why they have to shut down. They can't find people. But a lot of people now, some of these employers now, they have, they have awoken and they are willing to pay. And, and, and some of them are nice people. But a lot of them are not. Now, I don't mean to do this. I love the police. I do. You know why I love the police? Because they're supposed to protect us, and they 90% of the time they do. But there's this little 10% of the time they don't, okay? They don't ticket cars, all right? They don't, uh, They. Uh, I'll give you an example of this. I was in my power chair scooter on my way to PNC Park from my apartment building. Beautiful night out. Going to see, going to the pirate game to watch the pirates play, and afterwards the band Chicago. Crossing the street in a crosswalk in downtown Pittsburgh, I got a cop standing right behind me, a city police officer. Okay, and I don't want to hear that these that the city police and some of them, most of them are, are, are decent, but there's a little batch of these police that that are lazy. They don't want to write tickets. They don't want to tow cars. They don't want to do anything. I have an issue here at my apartment building where I have where I park in a handicapped spot and I got people parked there that are not supposed don't even live in the building. And I can't get any justice from the police. They won't do anything. There's uh, they're they're trying to do all the big things, but there's some of the little things that they need to do. And that's one of them. Okay? Ticket to cars that need to be ticketed. All right, so I'm crossing this crosswalk, and this car comes across, doesn't even almost hits me. I said to this to the city cop, I says, "Excuse me," I says, "Can you um, call into your boys and get somebody to go after this car?" Almost hit me. You saw that? Oh, I saw it, but I can't do nothing. I was in court. 
You mean to tell me you can't get on the telephone and call somebody? You know what he told me to do? And you want to know what the biggest thing that these people, these cops continue to tell you to do? Call 911. But guess what? 911 is short. They're supposed to have 14 operators per shift, and they only have seven. And they can't get nobody, just like everybody else. Okay? Call 911. You're walking right past my building, and you got a a car parked in front of our driveway, and emergency vehicles can't get in here. I live in a building where there's a lot of disabled and elderly people that live here. Okay? There's a, a car parked right in front of the driveway, obstructing the driveway, and emergency vehicles can't get in here. Two sergeants walk right past it. The police station's down the street here from my building. Walks right past it. And I says, aren't you going to give them a ticket? They said, that's parking's problem. (sighs) How do you put a stop to some of this stuff if you don't crack down on it? Yesterday, and this is why I had what they call a rare day. I decided to go take a trip down to the police station and file a criminal theft report. Somebody in my building here in their infinite wisdom decided they were going to steal my packages. Because, see, I order stuff online. I get stuff delivered from Walmart to grocery store. Can't go out when it's when the weather's bad. Even though I have a four-wheel drive vehicle, I still don't go out when the weather's bad. Because I, it's not that I can't drive in the snow. I can't. I've driven. I know how to drive in the snow. It's the morons, the idiots, and the degenerates out here that get their license out of Cracker Jack and decide they're going to come out here and try to drive in the snow. I get these people who, last April, I was coming home from church, Monty Thursday service before Easter. I was coming home from church. I was having a great night. I was in a good mood. I had just worshipped God. I was liturgist that night at my church. It was beautiful. It was nice. We're, we're a wonderful time. We're on our way home. And guess what? I get rear-ended. Icy road conditions. I stopped because the cars in front of me were stopped. Do you know they were speeding? I mean, literally speeding and going sideways down this road. This is the type of stuff that makes you not want to drive in the snow. But anyway, getting back to this police, I go over to file a report about this theft. And this officer says to me, and I quote, you need to tell me what was stolen and how much. Well, how the hell am I supposed to know? I don't know what, all I know is two of my packages were stolen. And they were delivered that day. So I had to spend hours going through my email file on my phone, even the deleted parts, to find out what it was because this cop wouldn't take my report unless I gave him a specific detailed amount. And then he's trying to tell me that if I didn't give him this stuff and I did file charges or have charges filed against the person who stole my stuff, I would be charged with falsifying police documents. Me. Because you don't want to do your job. And I'm tired of it. Oh, there's somebody in front of you getting assaulted. Oh, I can't do that. You got to call 911. This is what we're, we're, what we're dealing with here with the Pittsburgh City Police. Do you catch what I'm saying? This is unacceptable. 
Customer service has become problems. Now we have our police that don't want to do their job. This is what I'm talking about here, everybody. This is the rare day I had yesterday. Then I couldn't start my Jeep. My battery was dead. I had to get a jump. That took hours, which, of course, I can understand. Once again, we don't have enough people because nobody wants to work because, you know, it's a, it's, it's a domino effect that just, it's an endless story. All right. It's not endless love. It's an endless story. All right. The same old story. Remember the song from Aerosmith? Same old song and dance. You're my friend. No, you're not my friend when it's the same old song and a dance. And that's exactly what it is. But when you have your public safety people who don't want an extra step to do anything, and I have friends in the Pittsburgh Police Department, you know what they told me? That they were instructed by the police chief not to carry a ticket book around, not to pull cars over and give them tickets, not to ticket people for jaywalking, not to, t- to ticket people for illegally parking their cars. They don't carry ticket books with them anymore. What? That's terrible. You call that safety, public safety, when your own taxpaying branch doesn't want to do anything for you? The people who own this building, the authority that owns this building, they're they're the same way. It's all about money. As long as they get it, nobody cares. That's why we live in a nothing society. Do you see the pieces of the puzzle that Ralph has put together for you? It's called nothingness, nothing, lazy, scared. That's our country. That's the way it is. And I just gave you examples of what I'm saying. Fast food workers want $15 an hour, but they can't put uh, my, they can't put extra onions on my hamburger or no tomatoes. They don't understand that or no salt on my French fries. Do you see what I'm saying? Do you understand now? Does that hollow brain Get your fingers off the Xbox and understand what I'm saying because what I say is true. What I say is happening, but you don't want to look at it. You don't want to see it, but it's the way I see it. Okay? And I'm not blind yet. Okay? It's so bad, Stevie Wonder can see it. That's how bad this has has gotten. Okay, I want to thank everybody for listening tonight to my podcast, The Way I See It. I'm going to be hooking up with Mark Mancini Productions in L.A. That's coming up. Don't forget PCTV. Don't forget Facebook on Sunday night as well. I'm Ralph Williams. It's great to be here tonight for The Way I See It. We'll be back next week with another The Way I See It podcast, Sports Corner podcast, and Mark Mancini Productions. I'm going to be on satellite radio. I'm going to be across the country and in Pittsburgh, and I'm going to shove it right in the faces of all the other radio stations that wouldn't give me a job in this town. Yeah, that's right. I'm blessed, and I love every minute of it. You have a good night, and you be safe. Thank you.